This is the VO Life Podcast. All about the ups and downs of being a voice actor in the real world. Casting sites, agents, marketing, using every resource to make sure we keep growing and reaching for more. We may not be superstars, but we're grinding our way up. From the occasional regional to the local 15 and everything in between, we are living the VO life. Join us weekly for recent happenings and interviews with the people who can help you on your walk through the VO life. Now, here's your host and fellow traveler, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 welcome back. It's the VO Life. I'm Troy Holden coming to you close to Nashville, Tennessee, fighting through winter and some kind of weird um, semi-winter spring allergy and in late January. I never heard of that, but it looks like I've got it. Um, today, which is unusual for this side of the podcast, because as, as most of you know, there's also another VO podcast that I do with three other guys. And with that podcast, uh, we've had a lot of guests on recently. And this one I felt like needed to be more isolated. This needed to be more uh, more time put into it without four of us firing away and asking a lot of questions so we could give Melissa Harlow, who is here today, some opportunity to talk about some things that are very important that we want everybody to hear. So, uh, Melissa, welcome. Well, welcome back, Troy. Thank you. And thank you for having me. This is really exciting. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And you and I have, have talked um, about this project you, you've working on and we're going to announce or talk about here in a minute. And and uh, gosh, we've been talking about it for a year and a half or so, I guess. And, At and least. You, were, you were building it and getting it ready and putting everything together. And I got to watch the video on your website, which is fantastic about uh, it really goes into the uh, the program, and we'll get there in just a moment. It's called Volunteer Voiceover, but we want to start so everybody understands your background and, and voiceover work and what you do. And uh, so, tell us a little bit first about where you uh, where you are, where you're from, and how you got into VO. Well, um, my journey started about 2018, and literally, my husband and I sold everything quit our corporate jobs. I was a manager at a hospital and we we decided to, not decided to, but um, I was kind of roped and yanked into traveling um, <laughs> because when we uh, met each other on match.com, he said, well, don't even bother, you know, giving me a ping if you don't want to travel the world in a sailboat. So I said, well, you know, gosh, hot guy and, you know, traveling the world sounds good to me. So <laughs> we were married. And sure enough, about 10 years later, he started making that talk. You know, okay, honey, when are we going to go? So um, boy, that was a whole journey in itself, Troy, to yeah. get ready for that, to commit to it, to get out of debt, to bring our family on board. And actually on my VO website, I do kind of a comparison of what it was like to take that journey, you know, of we're going to sell everything and go travel in a sailboat. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to start VO. It was very similar. I had the, yeah. the same commitment issues. I had the same, you know, debt issues. I had the same, you know, you kind of need a backup plan and, and you know, you need lots of planning. So uh -huh. in 2018, um, we were done with all of our, our trips. 
We had sailed down the coast of Mexico, across the Pacific Ocean, uh, into French Polynesia. We we sailed around all the islands, and it was absolutely highs and lows. But um, we sailed back to San Diego, sold the boat, and then with that same pot of money, uh, bought an RV, and then we traveled the United States up through Canada and Alaska, and that was amazing. And then we came down the coast of California, and we still have our RV. But part of that was to uh, rent out the RV as part of our, you know, entire uh, plan mm-hmm. for income because mm-hmm. we had no jobs, we had one car, <laughs> we had no things, so we had to do something. So that was it, and. I have, I have a, a kind of a, you know, a history and um, nonprofit that was most of my work, most of my career, mm-hmm. and so with that, I had done a lot of presentations and um, a lot of public speaking. Which, as I, you know, when I was uh, becoming a voice artist, that was a little bit of a challenge because <laughs> I was right. trying to speak to the back of the room. Right. Wait. So. I felt like, you know what, we've done so many videos, travel videos and logging and things. And I, I said to myself, you know, I think this is one thing I can do to, you know, make some money. And mm-hmm. I believe I would be okay at it. And But I knew nothing. I literally mm-hmm. knew nothing, Troy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a, a sound wave looked like. Yeah. And I'm very yeah. serious. So yeah, um, I really am... am self-taught. I did have a wonderful coach, Carrie Olson, in the very beginning, and she really helped me kind of define and refine. And I listened to a lot of YouTube videos like everybody does when mm-hmm. they're starting. Sure. Um, so, it you know, that whole preparation really uh, was the tenacity that I, I really needed to hang in mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. you know, because... Mm-hmm. Here we are, 2024, and I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah. And you have, um, and we talk about uh, the complexities of working on these different platforms, and you have made the majority of your money on Fiverr. I correct? have. Mm-hmm. And and you have been able to manage your, uh, your, your clientele, manage your time, make this work for your life, which I think is a very fascinating thing because – in reality, you might not could make that work off of other venues or mm-hmm. other ways of making voiceover money. And you have also managed to maintain um, good rates as well. So mm-hmm. that's always great to hear. Um, so one of the reasons that you uh, have kind of stuck with Fiverr is the fact that you have to some days shut down for a few days. You have to be able to choose what you need to do. Tell us how that works for you. Fiverr, to me, uh, helped me become the tightest professional I could possibly be mm-hmm. because of their timing element that you need to get back with people, uh, because of the quality you need to send out there. It, you just can't jump on Fiverr and you know send out anything. I mean, pros are going on there and, and ordering things. Um, so... For me, it it just tightened up every skill that I had, and then we do voiceover. <laughs> right. So, plus, you know, I my lifestyle travel has not ended. Mm-hmm. It has not ended, and journeys have not ended. In fact, in August of last year, my husband and I 
went on a 24-day backpacking trip on the John Muir Trail. And so we had to get ready for that. We had never been backpacking before. And I don't know if any of you out there are backpackers, but you have to train. You have to train in elevation. You have to get, you know, the right um, uh, supplies. And it's the same thing as voiceover. You know, you need to do the research. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so for me, Fiverr allows me to stop what I'm doing and go focus on something else and Mm -hmm. jump back on. And I have managed because I think of because I think I'm a top rated seller, but also because it's just important to me, but I've managed to hang on where when I come back from vacation, you know, it'll take a day or two. And I always complain to my husband. He says, honey, it always comes back. Just don't worry about it. And so he's right. And Mm -hmm. I, my parents literally live four minutes down the road. And at any time, she could call and say, you know, can you help me go to the doctor or, you know, your dad's cut off his hand because he's using the skill saw or, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. They're at the age where they need help. Right. So right. Um, I'm kind of in that classic sandwich thing. I moved furniture for my son the other day. So, you know, I just I need to have that flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I love Fiverr as a platform. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, the platform we're going to be talking about, I took many of those, um, you know, things that they they have there for professionals and feeling like it's not confusing and, and making people feel professional. I took right. from Fiverr because right. it is so incredibly useful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you went through, I'm sure, what a lot of us did on there in the beginning. You got the... Uh, the customers that were hard to deal with and they, you know, didn't give very clear direction. And then they would come back and say, you sound like AI, you sound like a robot. You know, there are those on there. And, but as you said, there are a lot of higher level clients on there. Mm -hmm. And when you get to a certain point, they're searching that way. And if you price yourself that way and you uphold your, your business that way, those are the clients that you'll deal with. And I'm not saying that anybody can go on there these days and get to that point because mm-hmm. it is really, really changing. Oh, yes. Um, the entry, getting in, uh, just getting on the platform, trying to get your first few orders, et cetera, et cetera, now is nothing like it was three, five, Mm-mm. seven years ago. It's it's very hard. And I see people all the time in Facebook groups saying, I've been on there six months and haven't had an order. Um, you know, and that's not to say that they're not talented. It may just have to be that they don't understand the system and how to work the system. And the system is very, very, um, <clears throat> what's the word, uh, convoluted or, or whatever. It's tough. Now, y- you also have a little bit of insight into, um, uh, we were talking earlier about they are, are making a lot of changes. They are changing how buyers review sellers. One of the things that I've seen so many comments about in the last few days, one of the uh, the bottom uh, thing where they give you five stars, now people are saying, there's one in there now, it says value for the money. Yes, I've seen and, that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there are some very upset people because they're getting threes and fours and they're not getting their fives now where they used to constantly get all fives. And I think that you know may come from the different levels of buyer too, depending, uh, uh, you know, if they're looking for a $10 job and you charged them you know, $250, they're going to complain about the value. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
can you give us a little bit of insight into maybe some of the changes that you've heard about the things that they're working through? Because as, as I told you earlier, I'm about as, I'm not inactive, uh, but I just don't work at it. Mm -hmm. I set my, I set my things up and I will go in every two weeks and I'll reverse my word count and price. If it's $50 for uh, 50 words, I'll change it to $25 for 25 words or something. I'll do The mm -hmm. price doesn't change. I just change some numbers to make sure. it look different. Yeah, I've done it And that's too. all I ever do. That's all I ever do. And I just leave it. I set it and forget it. And, and it's a little icing on the cake every month. But if you got some insight into what, what's going on, let us know. Well, you know what? The same thing happened to me. I did a directed session and um, the buyer was new on Fiverr, which I, I find that the new the new buyers, I'm the first one that they have, you know, experienced. It can go either direction. And and I saw that on there. I saw that value for how did you say it? Uh, the value for your money or right, something. Right, exactly. Like that. Something I can't like remember. that. That they can our prices are already valuable. How can you get any more valuable than that? You know, we're professional, mm -hmm. seriously. Mm -hmm. The quality of stuff I have, I'm in a whisper room. You know, I've got a fantastic microphone. I've got the best that, you know, you can buy with your your um, your systems and um, Adobe and all this stuff. So anyway, that was interesting to me. But mm -hmm. I have learned being, uh, you know, years with Fiverr that don't knee-jerk your reaction. And I tend to do that. I'm a little bit impulsive, and I don't like to see anything negative. I, I will absolutely do anything uh, to, to help someone through an order that just keeps going on and on and on and revision after revision. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's okay with me. I have chosen to do that. So just right after that happened and i was not happy with with the feedback actually the the narr the narrative feedback was fantastic it was the number that i didn't like mm -hmm. and it was on that section the very next day i got a three paragraph narrative from somebody who was so happy that it was it, it was just what i needed because I wanted to knee jerk that, say, well, you know, I'm just going to take this thing down and I'm going to, you know, this and that, because that's just how it it sure. hits me. I'm an emotional sure. person. And so uh, that, I believe, is not the thing to do on Fiverr. You just need to learn from it. And I had a very dear mentor tell me, she said, Melissa, this person was preparing you for what you are going to do next. She was there to help you realize and understand that you are going to go over lots of hurdles with this next venture, and you mm -hmm. better be prepared, and you mm -hmm. have to have the chops it takes and be willing to overcome this. And I thought, oh, that's a fantastic way to look at this. <laughs> so that's what I did, and it worked. And so it's gone. I'm done. You know, it's it's over. I'm I've let it go. Yeah. Yeah. It always hurts to get the, the plug pulled uh, on a review. I hate that. And and the thing is, like you said, they'll write the nicest thing sometimes yeah. in the review. It was a great, you know, great. He did a great job. It sounded fantastic. Da, da, da. And then they give you all fours. But I have worked for people who totally would refuse in manufacturing to give their management staff a five for anything because mm -hmm. their thing was nobody's perfect. 
And if you get a four, you should be walking on cloud nine. You know, and I, I try to reflect back on that, but it's hard to. It just you know is what? hard to. I always say to well to some people on the forum, because I like to jump on the forum and kind of help people and just, you know, chit chat. Mm-hmm. Reviews are like hugs. Not everybody likes them. Right. And just because I'm a huggy person doesn't mean I'm going to go and grab somebody and hug them and squeeze them tight. No. You know how some people hug and they hit a little pat on the back? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with reviews. You just can't expect that everybody's going to be like you. You know, you just have to go with the flow and don't yeah. do that knee jerk. Yeah, my dad was the greatest. I called him the stiff arm hugger because he put one <laughs> arm out stiff to hold you back and he'd pat you on the shoulder with the other one, you know, so he made sure you didn't get too doggone close. He didn't like that. <laughs> Never heard that one. That's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought maybe that came from watching a, a lot of football games or something. I'm not sure where he got the thing, but he put that arm out like he was blocking somebody. Um, so let's change gears because we, we'll uh, we could probably talk about the the foils of of voiceover Honestly, and regular all day. stuff, but yeah, let's talk about your your latest venture. It's it's volunteer voiceover. What a great name! And it is exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try to um, over talk it or over speak it, but it is a nonprofit. You are uh, going to use rising talent in a way that they can help some other nonprofits or people that have a need for for voiceover mm-hmm. and it also helps them do some work that is good work for them although it's voluntary work mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who would love to do that so talk about it in, in whole and fill us in on what's going on oh well first of all if something like this would have been available when i was learning i would have jumped in immediately uh i would have paid for it and so um when let me tell you how this this all started when i uh it was i was probably 3 years into you know learning voiceover and i'm st- i still do not consider myself you know as a an expert pro out there i mean i am professional but there are of course people who will always be better mm-hmm. and that's okay that's okay i'm i'm good with that um but one of the things that is really important to me is listening and stopping and giving of myself, but in an altruistic way, in a way that I don't expect something back. I just do it because it's the right thing. And again, like the hugs, not everybody feels that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought, well, you know, I want to give out. I'm I'm, I'm in a flow now. We're, we're home. I have a home. We have a car. <laughs> I, <laughs> I consider myself having a job now. So now I'm ready to give. I felt confident and in myself. So I saw this wonderful program on CNN. They were um, had this these girls, young women, and they had started this organization where they take food from places like restaurants and you know people who order a lot of bulk food and don't use it, and they um, give it to people who need the food. And but it's all done in a database, so it's very organized and it's in a platform. You don't just take, you know, the biscuits and give them to somebody who needs the biscuits. It's a, here's I've got you know twenty pounds of flour, and here's you know um, a shelter that needs ten pounds of flour. So you get on there and you, you know, 
you decide what you need. And and they created this to help with food waste, which, of course, mm-hmm. in our climate and everything, we need help with that. So I was so impressed. I got on immediately and, you know, through their contact form. And I said, I'm a voice artist and I love what you guys do. I would love to to donate my voice. And my voice is kind of... Um, a little raspy, you know, a little different, um, kind of natural. And I thought, well, I I would fit the profile of these girls and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So literally two years have gone by and I still haven't, I still didn't volunteer my voice because they're busy, they're doing things. And, and it's not easy to, you know, uh, have a place where voice artists can go to do things like that. And mm-hmm. so after I experienced that, the first thing I did was think, you know what? I'm going to start a platform. I'm going to do it. And I got on and I bought the URL, volunteer voiceover, volunteer my voice, um, all these different ones that, you know, people might use. And I sat on it. I sat on it for about a year. I didn't even tell my husband because I knew I was going to do something with it. <clears throat> and during COVID, it was, you know, we felt like this is the time. This is the time we're going to start building this. And my husband and I started one foot in front of the other. We took a long um, driving uh, trip across the United States to see our daughter. And that's the time that we used to start talking about this platform. The ins, the outs, what we need, what we don't need, you know, what's going to be a problem, what's going to be an issue, what's going to be amazing. And all these things we talked through, and I literally had notes and tabs in a folder. And I mean, it was very organized. So a long to make a long story a little bit short, here we are. And we just uh, started a an Indiegogo campaign last week, and we launched it. We finally did. And it was a little bit stressful, as you can probably imagine, and it's mm. not perfect yet. But... This platform gives rising voice talent a way to practice, a way to meet people in the industry, a way to kind of dip their toes in without having to pay hundreds of dollars to go on a pay for play, which if you want to do that, okay. But it's the most important thing is you feel like you're at a point where you can give your voice. You can give your voice skills because it is a marketable paid skill. And if you don't have money, but you have the time and you want to do this, it's something that you will absolutely get benefit from. But you have to be careful because we don't even allow um, the rising talent to accept tips. Because when you start accepting tips, then you're no longer doing this for the right mm-hmm. reasons for the altruistic mm-hmm. reasons. Right. And we really right. need people to be on there who are doing this for the right reason. In fact, when we started putting it out there, people were like, well, wait a minute. You mean I got to pay $7 a month? It's five through the, the Indiegogo campaign. And then I volunteer? I don't, I don't understand that. Well, then probably this is not the person for the platform. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people out there who start voiceover as a second career. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. They do. They do. And they Many have do. 
They have experiences. They have life experiences. And they understand the value of volunteering. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and the nonprofit element is that the nonprofit can jump on, create a profile, and pick and choose the volunteer voiceover, the volunteer voice artist that they want for their project. And guess what? The first project I did was with the foodrecovery.org. <laughs> <laughs> the one that originally sent me into this tailspin That's was the, the, they were doing a sort of a brand update. And mm -hmm. so <laughs> I sent immediately them, um, you know, that we're, we're finally launching and I would please, please just let me do a volunteer for you guys. And so she sent me the video and the script and, you know, I did it and it was fantastic. And it, mm -hmm. it's on the video actually um, mm -hmm. on our website that shows what exactly it is that you can do with your voice. If you're a nonprofit, um, you know, we can do things like public service announcements, um, YouTube marketing videos, social media, branding updates, um, even e-learning, you know. Uh, but we we try to... We try to help the rising talent understand that we don't want people to take advantage of you on this platform. So mm -hmm. the communication between us, the back end, and you is going to be really important. And between you and your your fellow colleagues and between you and the nonprofits. But mm -hmm. everything is done within the platform. We don't want people going outside the platform because then we can't control it, just like right. Fiverr. Right. Um, right. It's safer to be on the platform because then my husband and I can read what's going on. We can read the the back and forth. You know, we can see if someone jumps on and they're they said that they're a nonprofit, but something doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's in the terms and conditions that we can pause their profile and we can absolutely ban them from the profile. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. not just about people coming on there to getting free voiceover. That's not it at all. You have to be a, a nonprofit organization um and you have to get on and do and create a profile because that's the way that we're all going to find each other if you're if you're a voice talent you have to not just you know pay your little membership but you have to get on there and create a profile you're going to create a description of you your voiceover your skills your voice um you know your your voice uh talent your you know are you natural? Are you a big booming, you know, Southern voice? Are you, what mm -hmm. are you, an Asian voice, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, and also put your demos up there. We have both video and audio. So it's really a robust uh, mm -hmm. way for you to very, very cheaply, you could not even do this. Oh, uh, if you tried to do your own website, you couldn't jump on and build a website and get your demos up for $5 a month. You cannot right. do that. Right. So, you know, the, the membership fee is really just to help us keep it going. We're never mm -hmm. going to get rich. That's okay with me because right. I don't have time to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the traveling, taking care of people, yes. doing your work, yes. doing your volunteer work. Yes. Um, and yeah, part, great name too. I love the name. Oh, okay. Well, the name, uh, it that's, I mean, it is what it is, volunteer work. But the logo is very special. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually created the logo, and the logo, if you if you open up Webster's Dictionary, 
it's it shows you how to enunciate a word. Uh, and so it says vol, period, un, period, tier. And that's how it looks in the description of, of what a volunteer is. And then mm-hmm. the meaning of that. And so I wanted it to look like it's something right out of the dictionary. What is a volunteer? Somebody who gives altruistically and expects nothing back. There's different, you know, descriptions of a volunteer, but that's essentially it. The colors within the volunteer voiceover are bold. They're bright. We accept all different types of voices. We accept all different types of nonprofits. You know, we are here um, to not judge, but we're here to work. And mm-hmm. so, and I wanted it to be clean and and make a statement. And uh, our swag is really cool too. You know, we've had some people comment on our our hoodies, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I have a I have a a hat in the swag that says Volunteer Voiceover. I wear it every day when we go hiking. So um, I'm glad you brought up the logo because that's an important one to us. Yeah, I really like it. I like um, I'm, I'm big on simple. I think yes. the simplicity of that really jumps out. You know, when I when I first pulled it up and looked at it, I had no idea about the colors, but I immediately mm-hmm. when I saw that, I said, "Oh, I like, uh, you know, anything that's in phonics. I yeah. like it. It just uh-huh. gra- it grabs my eye, you know, and I could really easily see what it was, and qu- and quickly it dawns on you, oh, this is volunteer. It's volunteering. You know, it was really easy to to digest. Now, uh, swag, you mentioned swag. It mm-hmm. is available on the website, I'm mm-hmm. sure. It is. Uh, it's available there. And it's also, if you go onto the Indiegogo campaign that we have, uh, mm-hmm. if you just go to Indiegogo and type in volunteer voice or over, it'll come right to us. And again, okay. you there's some discounts on the membership. Um, but if you, if you buy swag through there, uh, we actually just get a little percentage of that. So that's great. Um, but, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, we don't care. We just want gotcha. people to get it and, you know, put it out there. Um, this year will be the first year, I think, that we may be able to go to VO Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see at least a few other people walking around with those on. <laughs> that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. This will be my th- uh, third trip there, so wow. I'm really looking forward to going this year. It's, You're a lot uh, closer than me. I'm in San yeah, Diego. It's, only, <laughs> it's a four-hour drive, which is not yeah. bad. I can can drive down, and it just becomes you know hotel and food and ticket, sure. and it's not nearly as bad. Yeah, speaking of that, I was actually, before we got on, I've been working all morning on taxes, get, uh, trying to get oh. everything ready and mm-hmm. going through all the bank statements, the PayPal statements, everything making sure I didn't miss any deductions and all mm-hmm. that. And the mm-hmm. last thing I just did right before we got on was my VO Atlanta trip and mm-hmm. making sure my meals or my per diems were in there, my mileage and my tickets and my hotel. And so, yep, looking forward to going, though. It's always good. I, uh, I'm, I did less X sessions last year than the year before. And this year, I don't even think I'll do any. It's more now of going and going to the 50-minute uh, things and and listening to mm-hmm. people I have not coached with or I have not had an ability to work with and getting to know them and meeting them after that and trying to see would they be a fit in my career because we're always adding to our team mm-hmm. um, as voice actors, whether it's another coach or, or it's casting directors or people you're going to workshops because you like the way they do it and the people yes. they bring in and things yes. like that. So I'm constantly 
adding to that team of people. And uh, that's one of my focuses this year. There are about three people that I really want to make sure I connect with and talk to uh, while I'm down there. So I look forward to it. And maybe know, I need to get my order in uh, so I can wear my volunteer voiceover <laughs> swag while I'm there. Well, I'm great. so, but I'm so glad, Troy, you brought that up because when I worked as a professional, my I had to go into hospitals and I discharged patients um, and helped them get their home health equipment and any kind of, you know, um, care that they would need. That was my mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had this thing that I created called a circle of trust. Mm-hmm. And on that circle of trust, it was the equipment companies, the the home care companies, the infusion companies, all the places that I personally had dealt with. Mm-hmm. I don't care, you know, who who refers to them, how much advertising they do. I don't care about any of that. But this circle of trust, I would then pass to my referral sources or I would pass mm-hmm. to the families and say, I don't get anything from this. I don't get a commission. I don't get anything. But these mm-hmm. are the people I trust. So, Troy, you're on that <laughs> oh, <laughs> because... I mean, I when I first found you, I was actually hiking and I stumbled on your podcast because I do like to listen to that while I'm hiking. Mm-hmm. And you resonated with me. First of all, I was born in your side of the country. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, your accent to me really felt home. And um, you are one of those trusted people who is tenacious. So I have that, you know, and I think in combination with you. Mm-hmm. So when... Part of our uh, platform is that when you're a rising talent, you know, you're going to need stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who do you go to? You, I guess you can Google it. It's a lot of research, but why not put it on our, our platform? Because I know it. I know who I trust. Only mm-hmm. those who are on my circle of trust are going to make it into the platform. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, we try to make a little bit of money on a, maybe some affiliate links if uh, products have it, but if they don't, we're still going to put them on there because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. either I've used them or I know somebody who's used them or or uh, I have experienced this person myself like you. So right. um, I have a few coaches on there and I also uh, wanted you on there in case someone wanted to create a demo. And, mm-hmm. you know, because we're working with lots of rising talent, they need somebody like you who they can trust and like mm-hmm. me. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And they probably are not ready to shell out thousands and yes. thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I think, you know, this this could be a, a very cross-functional thing mm-hmm. for your voice actors mm-hmm. because they can get on there and see other voice actors who are volunteering and maybe yeah. they can begin to associate with each other, whether in accountability groups or whatever, and talk Absolutely. to each other and help each other. And that would be great. Um, super. This is just such good information, such a great cause. Uh, let's make sure that everyone understands exactly where to go to get the information. If you are interested from either side, whether it's the voiceover side or you're a nonprofit that happens to be listening to a voiceover podcast. One never knows uh, who's listening to what out there Thank because you. we listen to all kind of different podcasts. Uh-huh, we do. Um, uh, how do they, what's the best few ways for them to go investigate this and find out? You jump on to volunteervoiceover.com mm-hmm. and literally the homepage is, are you a rising talent? 
or are you a nonprofit? And so you click on the buttons and it literally tells you what to do. Step one, two, three. And there's also, we created a training video for each one because the Mm -hmm. profiles are so important that you create them correctly. And this is something you'll have to learn as a skill. So uh, we took the time to create a a video for both Rising Talent and Nonprofit. And the people who have followed the, the directions on those, and it's not hard, but they followed that. The steps have said, man, that was awesome. You know, your video totally made a difference for me. So Good. jump on volunteer voiceover, select if you're a rising talent or a voiceover, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, or a nonprofit and, mm-hmm. you know, go from there. Um, the profile is extremely important. Right now, volunteer voiceover is not a nonprofit because I believe that's going to take years. Um, I was in nonprofit for many years, so I know the difference between, you know, the paperwork and everything that you have to do. It is a commitment. So we want to make sure that this is something that is going to be viable, that we're going to be successful at, which I know we are. Um, but it's it's easier to down the road become uh, mm-hmm. a nonprofit. I'm sorry, organization. So that's the direction we opted right now. And we're very mm-hmm. upfront with people. Oh, the other thing is, in the terms of conditions, it does say that you will in no way take the voice that you are gaining from this and use it as a training for your synthetic voice or for, that's mm-hmm. very important to us. So we are yeah. following the NAVA guidelines. Some of the wording from that has been lifted from their um, their website that they give you permission to do, the writers, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the AI writers. So right. that's really also very important to us. Yeah, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, that is a big deal these days. Huge. I have used that writer, oh, I don't know too. how many times this, this in the past 12 months since I came out with it. And uh, I have it on I, I don't think I've, I, haven't, I haven't had anyone tell me no. Nope, I, mean, I haven't either. They're, they're fine with it. And a lot of them are like, you don't really think we do that, do you? I said, well, it's not that. Not it's just, you. you know, we're just cut. We're just, <laughs> we're voice actors. We have to cover ourselves because no. what if somebody takes it? What if somebody that works for you takes it? You exactly. never know what will happen. And, and it slows people down a little bit. I mm-hmm. have, I even added those in my, um, my Fiverr order requirements. I, I make them agree that you will not take this voice in any way, shape or form and use it for any other purposes other than what it is you have agreed to. Mm -hmm. And I've had people start the order and not finish, but maybe two, you know? So it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. And I believe strongly that we are a community and we need to stick with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that's why, you know, we don't mind and I don't mind talking about uh, Fiverr and Upwork and those things mm-hmm. because people still get started there. They still are trying to learn and build there. And it is a it is a great place for newer people to go learn. You have to learn somewhere. You, you know, the chances of you getting a, a getting a, a demo and training and getting an agent and start booking with agencies is so slim to none. It is. And then even going to the pay to plays now or what yeah. we like to call online casting that is difficult because there are hundreds of seasoned voice actors on there that are mopping up the floor yep. and 
you're going to have a hard time competing and you got to have a place to start and learn. And, you know, it's a great place to do that. And, and the thing that I tell everybody is as soon as you can start raising those rates, get your oh, rates yes. up, follow those, uh, the GVAA or gravy for the brain rates. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not get all of that, but work your way towards it as you can, because you are worth more than what some people will actually want to pay you. 100%. And, uh, yeah, and don't let them know, beat you down. Um, Fiverr has actually, uh, I will be a mentor this um, cycle coming around. So mm-hmm. just feel safe that if Fiverr comes to me as being a mentor, there's not very many of us. And mm-hmm. we do this, we did it for a couple of seasons for free. Um, but now they are giving us a little bit of a stipend for to do it. I would do it anyway. But mm-hmm. um, it's important to have your mentors, if if not on Fiverr, if if somewhere else, hook up with somebody who you just trust. And but I know Troy, this is kind of a trigger for some of us. You know, don't ask all the basic, simple questions. Just get on there and do a lot of research first, and yeah. then ask smart questions. Yeah, Jamie Muffet said it best on our uh, other podcast last Friday. He said, "Just be a sponge." and absorb all of it. There's so much you can get without having to even do anything. There's so much. And it's your path. Yeah. And you can learn all the, learn all the terms. Mm -hmm. And and then after you do that for a few months and you still have a passion and want to do it, you probably should definitely do it. But if you, you know, after a few weeks, you're like, oh, this is too much. This is a lot. I got to spend all this. I got to buy all this stuff and do this. I'm sure you've talked to so many people. Yeah, I do. Who I said that? Yep, me too. Talk me to too. a lot. And sometimes when you go into the realities, they don't want to hear it. But right. I would rather tell them up front. Me you know, too. This is, this is really what it's like. This is, yeah. yes, it was different when, when I started, but you can't start like I started. I wish mm-hmm. you could, but you can't. It's mm-hmm. changed mm-hmm. and it is what it is. Melissa, thanks uh, so much for taking time out of your schedule and jumping on with us and letting everybody know again. Uh, it's volunteervoiceover.com. Um, if you have some nicely recorded samples and you'd like to apply, I'm sure they would look you over and see uh, where you are and, and make that decision. And um, yeah, I think it's, this is just a great thing and you guys are going to be very successful. But like everything, it's a startup. It'll take a little while, but I guarantee you this, this will really catch on. And, and as a voice actor, uh, as she said, that's a very small fee to pay to have some access mm-hmm. to other voice actors to uh, real projects. Getting to do some, yeah, getting mm-hmm. to do some real work versus sitting and reading the stuff off of the websites that you go get those free scripts yeah. and they all sound the same. So yeah, yeah, be a lot of fun. Hey, thanks again for joining us. This has been uh, this has been great, and uh, wishing Thank you all you, the Troy. luck. Uh, wish you all the luck, not only with this, but with your your voiceover career, your family, and taking care of family nearby and all those challenges that we all face. But thanks a lot. Appreciate you coming. You're a special person, and thank you for everything you do for all of us. This podcast was produced under the authority of the Podcast Police, who may or may not have investigated the host and guests prior to broadcasting. Any unlawful statements will be investigated further and persecuted to the fullest extent of the podcast law. Well, whistle me Dixie.